Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. The great myth of our time is that technology is communication. Libby Larson. Greetings, greetings, my peak performer. How are you doing today? Welcome to episode 123 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm Henneke Watkins-Porto. Today's episode is with Shane Barco. Shane is a digital marketing consultant who specializes in influencer marketing, product launches, sales funnels, targeted traffic, and websites conversions. He has consulted with Fortune 500 companies, influencers with digital products, and a number of A-list celebrities. So I'm looking forward to having this conversation on how to build a successful influencer marketing program. Welcome, Shane. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm a huge fan. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. Now, before we dive in, in our pre-interview chat, of course, you said Jamaica is on your top 10 list of places to visit. Now, I want to hear from you. Why is that? You know, I've, I've always had a, I've always been a huge reggae fan, like uh-huh. really, really, like ever since growing up, like my, my parents listened to a lot of like rock and stuff, but they listen to some reggae as well. And I've just always been a huge, huge fan. And I, I feel like I've, I've always had a connection to Jamaica, even though I've never been there. Um, and it's just, it's just one of those things that are on my list. I know I have friends of mine that went there on a honeymoon and they had an absolute blast. Um, and I've heard nothing but good things and just good people. So I just, it's like, I, they're on my list. There's certain things that I look at. And, and one of the things is like, what is the culture like and what are the people like? And once again, that's why Jamaica is definitely on my top 10 for sure. Absolutely. One love, one that's heart. It. Let's get together and feel all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's man. it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's it. All right. So we're not here to talk about Bob Marley or Jamaica or whatever, right? We're going to be talking <laughs> about building a successful influencer marketing program. Now, we hear the term being banded about from time to time all over the place, influencer marketing what in the world is that? Yeah, so influencer marketing is has been around for a long time, but they just coined the term probably, I don't know, five or six, seven years ago. The idea of influencer marketing is anybody that has influence over a community, right? And so the, the analogy that I always use is, um, you know, there's like these products that you can sell. Like in the U.S., you, know, you can have like they have what's called Tupperware. Um, and Tupperware is a thing where you have somebody that in the community will say, hey, I'm going to have a Tupperware party. And We'll have everybody over and the person that usually has a Tupperware party that they look up to them because they say, oh, you know, we Jennifer is really great. She's got a beautiful family. She seems to have a perfect life and she uses Tupperware. So everybody goes over the house. Jennifer, you know, goes and tells everybody how to use the Tupperware and then they go and buy it and she makes a percentage of the sale. So, you know, we've seen this with Beats by Dre as well as a great example of an influencer marketing campaign of where, you know, he would give the athletes and certain people free product and they would wear it out when they're working out or when they're getting off their planes or off their trains or wherever that is. And so it's it's been around for a long time. I mean, usually it was done with celebrities in the past 
um, because that was the people that had, um, you know, once again, had the most leverage, right? Because they've been on TV shows and they've been seen. And then we have this thing called social media that comes along and we have Instagram and the Snapchats and Facebooks and Twitters of the world. Um, and now these individuals can actually build out um, a social following, a community. Um, and so at that point, now we have a situation where not just celebrity driven, um, now really anybody can be an influencer. So it really kind of changes things up a little bit. And it makes it a little more economical, too, because if I want to go and you know hire some big celebrity, I have to have a big budget to do that. Um, now you don't have to have a crazy, you know, to have a million dollars to be able to get some kind of a, a sponsor influencer to be able to talk about your product. So um, it's really cool. There's thousands, if not millions of people that are potential influencers. And so um, that's what's kind of entertaining or interesting about it is, um, you know, you you can really, really dig down and find somebody that is perfect for your product or service. Um, the key is, is you just got to drill down a little bit and find those individuals um, but it's the cool part is there's a lot of options out. There's a lot of people that have influence over their community and you as a product or service can tap into those communities. Um, and once again, there's a few different ways we'll talk about on the podcast today on how to do that. All right. So you've kind of somewhat alluded to it um, in your uh, earlier um, response, but I want you to tell me a little more because when we hear the term influencer, of course, we immediately think, um, many of us immediately think celebrities. Who really is an influencer? Yeah. So, I mean, really anybody can be an influencer. And what I mean by that is originally when the term influencer marketing came around, everybody thought, well, for to be an influencer, you have to have you know fifty thousand followers on Instagram, or you have to have a hundred thousand or a million. Um, you don't. Yeah, I'm here to tell you that numbers are. If you if you're a brand and you're hiring an influencer only because of their numbers, you got to be a little careful of that um, because that's where we've run into people adding fake followers and doing stuff because brands are willing to pay more money for more followers, and some people are going and adding fake followers, right? So what you want to look at is the overall engagement. You want to look at the the type of conversations they have, the type of content they're putting out there, how many other, uh, other products or services they've worked with in the past. Um, there's a lot of variables that you want to look at. I would much rather work with somebody that has 10,000 highly engaged followers than somebody that has a million. Um, you're not going to pay as much from a, a price perspective. Um, and those are, that's somebody that's probably going to be probably more apt to work harder for your product because they're just starting off as an influencer um, and once again, that's where the, the, you know, finding those influencers and I always interview influencers to make sure they're a good fit for the product or brand that I'm working for. So, you know, once again, don't look at the numbers all the time. It, it really comes down to, um, it comes down to engagement and taking a look at the actually, you know, you have softwares you can use to find individuals that these influencers, but really at the end of the day, you want to be able to go in and, uh, and be able to, you know, drill down, find these influencers, do the interviews and figure out what you need to do to be able to work together. And so how does one become an influencer really? You know what? I mean, I think the thing is, is I think it just kind of naturally happens. If you putting out great content and you start to build a community there, um, you in theory are an influencer. So, you know, it doesn't, it's not something like you go and you take a course on how to be an influencer <laughs> and then you go and get a certificate and then all hey, of a sudden you're an I'm qualified. That's it. Look at, I, I made it, mom. I'm, I'm an influencer. Now I just graduated. Like I told you I would. Yeah. Yeah. So it really is this thing where once again, if you have a thousand people on Instagram, I mean, you can be an influencer over that community. If you're, you know, a yoga instructor or something like that, or whatever that is, then you have a hundred or a thousand people, whatever that is that are, that believe in what you do. And then if you're going to sell a product or something, you could see some good sales there, right? I mean, if I'm a, a let's say I have a, a yoga product and it's, you know, something that costs me, you know, $50 to make and I give it to this yoga instructor and they sell 50 of them to out of their thousand people, that those are good numbers. 
right? And what you want to do is go and find the influencers that can that can move the needle like that. And then what you want to do is find that persona, the people that are following that influencer and go find another influencer that kind of has that same persona, right? Because obviously it worked with that one and then it should work with another one. So it's the thing is, is it, it doesn't need to be, you have to know that just because you're hiring one influencer doesn't mean the campaign is going to go perfect either, right? It's no different than PPC, like there's certain things you need to build out. You need to do A-B testing. The same thing with influencers. There's a lot of different platforms. There's a lot of different types of influencers and you want to run campaigns with all of them to see who moves the needle. So let's say you have 10 influencers you work with and you find out that these two influencers over here are the ones that really move the needle. Now you take your budget from those other eight and you move it over to those two and you find more individuals. You got to find the working funnel, right? You got to find the individual or the influencer that's able to move the needle and generate sales for you. So essentially what I'm guessing is that it initially it's kind of a like a trial and error kind of a thing. Absolutely. Yeah, because every influencer is different and their follower is different and their content is different. So I can't assume just because I went and tried one influencer and it didn't work that influencer marketing doesn't work. Right. Because that's not true. Right. That's like if I went and said, hey, I drove one car and it broke down. So I don't all cars are terrible. No, that's not true. It's just that one car you drove. Right. I mean, so it's the thing is, is you have to test that out. It's not a you know, I write articles for Inc and Forbes and all these fun websites. And I've done it for years talking about influencer marketing. But you have to realize it's like anything else. It's not the magic wand that if you just go hire one influencer for every one dollar, you're going to make ten dollars and you're going to be able to retire and go to Jamaica and go hang out with Bob or, you know, (laughs) or his his children. So, Shane, where can we find these influencers? Where are they hanging out? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different websites that you can use, like influence.co. You can go if you're a brand, you'll see you're an influencer either way. You can if you're a brand, you can put up your product and talk about what you're looking for influencer wise. So there's influencers on there. There's a lot of different platforms. You can use softwares like um, Grin.co is one that we use um, exclusively right now. And we have some other ones that we kind of use a little bit as well. But what you can do is you can go in there and drill down and look, either do hashtag searches or you can look for individuals in certain areas or look for certain things that they talk about. So I could put yoga plus Los Angeles um, and then somebody can pop up to be able to, so once again, for that influencer, and then you can go and pull out a list. And then from that list, you can go and email them and figure out, you know, send a pitch email or send an email out to figure out, just see if you can generate some interest on the product and kind of how you want to do the partnership and stuff like that. Hmm. Interesting. I, I didn't know yeah. that, you know, just thought you just go on social media and you try and find him there. So that's, that's great to know. Now, in terms of, no, before I even ask about the ROI, because that's what I'm going to want to get to eventually. But yeah. I want to know, having an influencer marketing program for your business, what does it really do for you? What can it really do? Um, how can it help you to differentiate from other brands that are, you know, other competing brands? Really, influencer marketing is going to be, it's a, it's a something that you use in your marketing tool belt. So I wouldn't say only do influencer marketing, right? You always want to do have emails going. You always want to have some social out there as well. You know, maybe do some PPC and figure that out. But influencer marketing is going to be where, once again, we kind of talked about this, where you go and you want to try it with five or 10 influencers. And then once you find the influencer that, you know, for every dollar you put in, you're making $2, obviously you want to give them as much money as possible, right? To be able to double that revenue. So it, it really comes down to, it's, you got to, you got to test it. You got to be able to test it out, different messaging, different influencers, different platforms, and then once you find who moves the needle, that's where you're going to want to spend your money. So it's and finding those influencers, once again, can be software. But there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of free ways to do it online as well. You can go on Instagram and you can go and put in hashtag yoga or hashtag whatever your hashtag is. Another thing that I always tell people, too, that if you're a brand and you've got 
you got a huge following, that's one thing. But if you've got an okay following, go and take a look at who's following you currently on social media. Because if they like your product, they already know about you. Like that's some low hanging truth that a lot of people don't think about. Like, why would I go and try to convince somebody that I have a cool yoga brand if there's somebody that's already following me that's an influencer that we can partner with and they already love my products? So that's an easy, it's a, yeah, that's kind of a no brainer. There's something to take a look at. A lot of people forget about is your current audience. You're obviously some type of, you know, you're, you have some kind of influence over them or they like your product or something like you should reach out to the people that are currently, once again, already following you. And in terms of, you know, differentiating and, and helping your business to stand out, what are some of the other things that it can do for you? Yeah, I mean, it can definitely help you. That's what you have to figure out. And, and you were kind of touched on it a little bit as ROI, but you have to figure out what your KPIs are, right? Your key performance indicators, like what would you consider if you're going to work with an influencer, a win, right? And so you're saying, hey, Mr. Influencer, Mrs. Influencer, what I plan to want to do is, hey, I want to be able to, you know, our we have $1,000 to spend per influencer, and for that $1,000, we would like to get, you know, once again, more brand mentions. We would like to get 10 other people to talk about us. So we would like to see, you know, a, a $500 in sales or whatever that is. But you as a brand have to set that up ahead of time. And so the influencer knows, hey, this is what the goal is. And hey, Mr. and Mrs. Influencer, I'm going to pay you $1,000. What would you be willing to do for that? Hey, I would be willing to um, do, you know, two Instagram stories. I'd be willing to put something on my Instagram. And then I'd also be willing to do a blog post about it. Okay, great. And then what you need to do is once again, set up some kind of affiliate tracking or something so you know which influencers are bringing the sales. It can be done through, like I said, either affiliate software, it can be done through coupon or codes. So it can be, you know, Jennifer 25. And so then we know anybody that puts that in there obviously came from Jennifer or it can go to a specific landing page um, so that if anybody goes and signs up for the product or service or actually buys, then we know that it came from that influencer because it was a specific landing page made directly for that influencer. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, you know, seeing results, what kind of a timeline, I mean, what kind of expectations we should have? Help us to manage that expectations, Shane. Yeah, I usually always say it's going to take at least three months, right? Because I mean, other influencers are they're working on other projects and got a few things going. I usually say, hey, you know, depending on how many influencers you want to work with, hey, if you want to work with 20 influencers, you should probably, you know, go find a hundred, go look on software, find a hundred of them, review each one of them. I mean, actually put eyeballs on the campaigns, make sure that the comments are there, make sure that people are saying good things, make sure that people, I mean, there could be high engagement, but it could be bad engagement, right? So you have to review all those things. Then what I would do is I would, you know, go down from 100 and say, okay, now we're down to 50. And so I want to interview these 50 and really talk to them about if they know anything about our product and figure out, you know, whether sponsorships they're working on, really spend that time because you want to find those 20 influencers that A, aren't just doing it for the money, that they love the product. They're, they said, hey, I've already seen your product. This is how we were thinking we could put the campaign together. There's a lot of great things that can happen. I'm really excited about working with you. That's going to be a lot better than the influencer that says, um, I heard I can make $500. Like how often can I do this? And when do I get paid? Mm. Right. You're like, you're just not quite into it as much, right. As much as this other influencer says, Hey, listen, like I'm, I already know your product. I love the fact that you guys um, give back to this charity. I love the fact that you do this. I'm very familiar with your product. And, you know, once again, I'm excited about the next steps. And so then you just start to figure out what that means in regards to putting the campaign together. And in terms of it being a line item on your marketing budget, what kind of a percentage um, of that budget you think is, you know, a, a realistic figure to to take into consideration? That's, that's a question of the day, right? Like how much <laughs> is this going to cost me, right? That's what everybody wants to know. It's, you know, the thing is, is I think you can, some influencers will work for free, like you, if you have free product or something, but or, you know, you can also pay influencers. I would say 
see the hard player is this is like how many followers they have it also comes down to which platform they're on it also comes down to what they're willing to do so what i would do is this is i would set a budget and say okay hey my budget is let's say it's ten thousand dollars and i want to work with 10 influencers right so let's say there's a thousand dollars per influencer everything is negotiable so every influencer might not want the same thing they might not want a thousand dollars maybe some only need 500 but they want free product right or maybe some of them say, hey, I love your product so much. I'll actually take product for six months. If you send me five shirts, I'll make sure I post them. And there we go, right? So everything is negotiable. I would just set that amount of whatever you think that amount is, um, set it aside. And then once again, some influencers take less, some take more. But if you're going to take more, then you're going to have to do more, right? So it's like, okay, so if you said, hey, you won't do it for $500 and, and you know seven shirts or whatever that is. So what would it take? Hey, I would do it for $1,000 and I would do a video, I would put it up on YouTube, I would, you know, hopefully that would index well, like, like, tell me what your plan is, because a lot of influencers aren't marketers. Right. And that's one thing the brands have to realize is just because they they built up this community doesn't mean that they're marketers. So sometimes they know what they're willing to do for a price. And sometimes they're like, I don't really know what needs to be done. I know your product, but like, I'm not sure. And so that's where you hash it out and say, okay, we would say for $1,000, if you were able to do a video and do an unboxing on your website, and then post on your Instagram twice in a month. Uh, we think that would be worth it for the thousand dollars. And then once again, you evaluate it and see what moves the needle. What's going to be bringing the sales? But you have to know those KPIs ahead of time. Shane, you have been doing this for some time. So I want you to talk to me about the success stories that you've had that you've seen um, and how you can, let's say for now, convince my pea performers listening why they need to take on influencer marketing as part of their marketing strategy. Yeah. So, I mean, probably the biggest, the way that I got into influencer marketing is a, is a pretty crazy success story. This is what really opened my eyes to it was a client by the name of Zoe Rodriguez. And she um, was got a scholarship to college and she was a runner. And so she was, you know, kind of skinny because she was a runner. Um, and then she quit running and she started working out doing like, you know, like all of her lunges and squats and all that fun stuff. So she went from having no booty, right, to having a big booty because she worked out all the time. So and she's her, not Jamaican, right? She's not Caribbean. No, she's no, she's Caribbean. She would have already had a booty. Like oh, that. She would have been born well, with a booty. Okay, oh, yeah, pre, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We know that. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She she had no booty, trust me. She she was Jamaican. She wouldn't need to take uh she wouldn't need to do any fitness stuff. She'd have been all good. <laughs> but so what she did was uh, she built a program called Build a Better Booty. And so and, and everybody on Instagram saw her go from no booty to a big booty because of the the exercises she was doing. And so she started selling these eBooks and she, when she came to us, she was doing about 400,000 in sales. Um, and we actually took her up to 1.6 million in, in a year's time. So she was making a million dollars a year off of influencer marketing and selling her eBooks. Now she had a great community of women that were very supportive and they saw her journey from literally no booty to a big booty, right? <laughs> so that's where everybody was motivated for these before and after pictures. And so we were able to do a great job with her. We revamped her website and her customer service and built some more products out. And, you know, her, the value, the, the thing that she brought to the table was that there was her overhead cost was fixed in the sense that once she builds a program, it's free to send out through a PDF, right? So it's not like a shirt where you have a cost of, you know, $12 and you need to sell it for 25. This was a PDF file that if it, it took her, you know, $5,000 to put the program together, every time she sells something, it's pretty much revenue. She, because everything else was a fixed cost, other than us as a marketing company and, and team that put everything together. But we did some really cool stuff with her, some email, seg like 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 um, 
like drilling down on the emails, like segmentation of the emails and who bought what product and who didn't. So we'd send out emails and put certain ones on sale because other people didn't. So we did some really great segmentation stuff that drove a lot of sales as well. And then we bundled the packages. So once again, if you're going to buy one of her one of her eBooks for $20, we would say, yeah, but wouldn't you rather buy all five for $50 and we'll give it to you at 50% off. And once again, for us, all we're doing is sending out another P another four PDF files. So it's no more cost to us, but we now we, we were able to get our acquisition costs from $20 to $35. Mm -hmm. So some cool little stuff like that to kind of keep it interesting. We are pretty much just about uh, wrap up time. That's where we're at right now. I'm going to ask you, Shane, to share your final thoughts, the things that we perhaps did not discuss um, and, and are important as it relates to influencer marketing. Just um, wrap up with your final thoughts, after which I'm going to ask you to share how might our peak performers get in touch with you as well as the freebie that you have for our community. So we'll take it right away. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I think the thing is, the big thing with influencer marketing is that just, just because you try to work with one influencer and if it doesn't work, don't give up on it. I mean, it's like anything else. It's, it's going to take a little bit of time and it does take some effort. And you really want to spend the time doing that. Don't assume just because you work with one influencer um, that you're going to crush it. I mean, it's a frequency deal in the sense that you know, if somebody wants to go buy something or see something, they have to see it multiple times usually, right? So you, if you just go do one post with one influencer and expect for it to crush, it's probably not going to. It's a frequency thing. The influencer has to talk about it a little more. You guys have to develop that deeper relationship. So I think that's what's important is that you want to have realistic expectations. Like when big companies and stuff will reach out to me about influencer campaigns, I, I, I ask them some qualifying questions to kind of see where their head's at, right? Because I want to make sure that they're not saying, hey, I want to spend $10,000 and make a million because I, I don't think that's realistic right in the beginning. So anyways, it's a, it's one of those things. Just be realistic about it. And you know, we see a lot of stuff about influencer marketing in the media, good stuff and bad stuff. A lot of the bad stuff is because people, once again, don't know what they're doing when it comes to campaigns. And that's where I do workshops with brands. Um, we just did one in San Francisco that sold out with for Amazon and some other companies. You know, the idea of it is we work with brands to be able to help educate brands on how to find the right influencers, how to negotiate, what to put in the contracts, because um, that's the biggest part is is there's a big disconnect between influencers and brands and how they actually should work together. So that's why we're working on the workshop side of things. And that's what I teach at UCLA as well is how to work with influencers. And it's a course that I teach there. Great stuff. No, yeah. want to, have to get in touch with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can reach me at shanebarker.com and that's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com. And my direct email, and anybody can email me, is Shane. That's S-H-A-N-E at shanebarker.com. Um, and then I also have a gift for you guys as well um, that we worked out is if you guys want to get more information on influencer marketing, it was an ebook that I wrote about two years ago, but it's still very relevant. And what you can do is just go into Google. You can just put an influencer influencer marketing ebook. So it's influencer marketing ebook. And I think I'm number one or number two, but you'll see it says the number one influencer marketing ebook on how to reach the right audience. Um, you guys can click on that. And once again, it's a free download for you to be able to check out influencer marketing. And if you have any questions, reach out anytime. Oh, my guest has been Shane Barker. Shane, I just want to thank you so much. Um, it's really an inspiring conversation and you have actually inspired me to want to learn more about how may I leverage um, influencer marketing as part of my marketing strategy. So thank you so much for spending time with us today and I wish you all the best in your onward journey. Thank you so much. Once again, it's a pleasure being on the podcast. And when I come out to Jamaica, you know I'm going to be hitting you up. Yeah, man, for sure. Yes. <laughs> 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode with Shane Barker, my peak performers. I really appreciate you. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until next time, visit com to shop for the Entrepreneurial You merchandise, t-shirts, cups, whatever. Sign up for courses, read my blog, or listen to other podcast episodes. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? Attention! LeaderCast Women is an inspirational one-day leadership event featuring renowned female leaders. Male and female audience members alike will leave LeaderCast Women with the tools they need to become leaders worth following. Attend the event via simulcast at Nutsford Court Hotel on October 18. To learn more, visit hennekawatkisporture.com or call 849-2571. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange.